0: State of UX in 2023. A critical look at our industry based on more than 1,000 articles published and shared with 500,000-plus designers in 2022. Written by Fabrizio Teixeira and Caio Braga. Published by the UX Collective. Narrated by me, Laura Van Diver. A vibe shift is coming. In culture, as well as in design, things sometimes change at an accelerated pace and a once-dominant social wavelength can suddenly start to feel dated. The year 2023 brings the culmination of various changes in the realms of technology, behavior, and society that have been underway since before COVID. As designers, instead of simply flocking from one new thing to the next, this is the time to think critically about the direction our industry is heading and the path we want to walk ourselves. From the hottest job in the world to the hottest mess. After a few consecutive strong years for tech companies, layoffs are a specter haunting our industry. No business is safe. In 2022, we've seen staff cuts in companies big and small, including Facebook, Better.com, Coinbase, and Twitter. Public markets have been hit hard in 2022, and the effects have been felt in private companies as well. Valuations have started to dip, and design careers aren't as stable as they have been in recent years. Within organizations, frequent changes in business strategy can result in the axing of ongoing projects, or even entire teams. With uncertainty mounting, some designers opt to shift to a gig-like relationship with their jobs. Within organizations, managers are seeing signs of emotional detachment in their teams, a trend known as quiet quitting, and are likely feeling it themselves. Year after year, digital product design becomes more commoditized, and designers miss the creative fulfillment they once took for granted. While some feel optimistic that a recovery is possible, others are preparing for the worst and learning how to become recession-proof designers. This means optimizing workflows for efficiency, speaking the language of business to justify their design work, and expanding their skills to be able to better collaborate with tangential teams. From saving the world to saving the business, When budgets are tight, the case for investing in design needs to be even tighter. Until early 2022, companies focused on talent retention at all costs. Now forced to downsize, these organizations are starting to reverse policies centered on employee benefits and quality of life, removing perks, changing remote work policies, cutting the budgets of entire teams, and taking other unpopular measures intended to improve productivity and reduce costs. On top of this, some companies are banning political conversations and pulling back on DEI initiatives. Within the design discipline, the rise of the growth designer role, i.e. a designer who is focused on acquiring new customers and bringing immediate revenue, shows that companies are being more pragmatic about the return on investment, ROI, when making hiring decisions. Many designers who started in UX with the goal of advocating for users are seeing their roles shift to one that is focused on boosting company profits at all costs. After spending years fighting for a seat at the table, designers are finding they are now expected to split the bill. From specialized thinkers to resourceful makers, shrinking headcounts increase the demand for generalist designers and hands on leaders. With many companies announcing hiring freezes or staff reductions, hiring managers tend to prioritize candidates who can wear multiple hats over those with hyper specialized skill sets. While open positions are becoming fewer, the number of newcomers continues to increase year after year, generating more competition among entry-level designers and making it harder for folks to land their first job. And designers who do land a position are expected to deliver more than just design work. The gap between what's taught in design school and the demands of design work is now wider than ever. On the senior side of the spectrum, the ongoing trend of managers shifting back to hands-on positions shows no sign of slowing down. The last thing company leadership wants is territorialism, silos, and the this-is-not-part-of-my-job-description mentality. Since next year's economic landscape isn't clear and teams continue to be spread thin, watch for burnout within your team, keep track of your own resignation tendencies, and take precautions to avoid burning out yourself. From group thinking to bias towards action— Too many circular conversations and not enough decision-making is undermining design work. It's time to rethink how we collaborate with a focus on making things happen. One meeting is over and we jump right into the next one. Everyone shares their opinion, but no decisions are made as we move from one item on the agenda to the next. Technically, the work is getting done, but there's an unsettling feeling that the team is just pushing through deadlines rather than executing a vision we have to double down on our bias toward action. If you disagree with a decision the team has made, bring a few alternatives forward. If the team feels stuck, create a framework for decision-making. Sometimes you need to be a fixer, while other times it's better to be a driver. What if we focused less on giving each other status updates and shifted the discussion to the work itself? We are often afraid to let go of parts of the process, thinking it will undermine the value of design. But not moving things forward is even worse. As soon as we start delivering, we add clarity. Deliver something every day, whether a prototype or a bullet list, to ensure that collaboration is not only about sharing opinions, but about actually building something together. From thought leadership to algorithm-driven leadership. Social media influencers have replaced design researchers and authors, and now it's the algorithm that's driving the design discourse. Thought leadership has been a divisive topic in design, While some designers find in it a way to share their knowledge and build a reputation in the industry, others consider it an abandonment of craft in pursuit of fame. Still, in the early days of social media, we were able to choose who we follow and who we look up to. This is changing. Now it's an algorithm that selects what we see, keeping our feeds on TikTok, Instagram, and LinkedIn well fed. When we don't have a choice about who we're really following, the platform prioritizes what works best for them. The most polarizing, clap if you agree, share if you don't, short and prescriptive posts. When content is shorter and maximized for engagement, we often lose track of the origin, history, and context behind it. A designer may be more likely to hear about a UX law from an Instagram story than through the actual research which brought it about. The lack of nuance from these randomly suggested videos undermines any value we could get from them. For professionals known for asking why and for striving to understand users' context, we need to be more intentional about our information sources. From a human-centered present to an uninhabited future. While Web2 keeps trying to make technology look and feel more human, Web3 tries to make technology more technological. If the visual narratives broadcasted by Web2 companies were built around putting people first, Focus on the customer and the rest will follow, and don't be evil. The new wave of Web3 companies represents a shift in direction. There's no place for flat, geometric-style illustrations of humans on this new web. Instead of focusing on how products fit our lives, Web3 aesthetics shifts the focus to showing an exciting yet-to-be-explored universe. Shifts in visual narratives happen every decade or so. So it's not surprising that the design world is moving away from the corporate flatness of Web2. Instead of reminding us of the problems of our current world and the harm that's being caused by big tech, the new abstract forms of Web3 distract us from the crises of the day with the promise of a new virtual world. Web3 companies seem to be saying that it's easier to leave this world than to fix it. From science fiction to design reality, artificial intelligence is making its way to our design files faster than our brains can process. In the past few decades, automated robots have made entire industries more efficient by reducing the need for manual labor. Now in the fourth industrial revolution, the capabilities of artificial intelligence threaten to do away with creative labor as well. With AI-generated art even winning competitions, the creative industry is on the verge of its biggest technological transformation. AI is getting closer and closer to doing the work we do every day. Although designers are still divided between embracing it or trying to keep it at bay, UX writers are both excited and scared by the rise of AI-assisted writing, while UX researchers are finding ways to help build trust in AI systems. Even within design publishing, we've seen authors trade generic unsplash stock photos for those generated by Dolly, Midjourney, Stable Diffusion, and similar AI. Designers are already exploring different collaboration models with AI and creating Figma plugins to help them be more efficient in their day-to-day tasks. As our industry figures out the strongest use cases for this tech, our main advice is to keep an open mind. We want to be good at what we know as designers, but even better at what we don't know. From a designer's tool to a tool for design. Design tools are evolving to raise the bar for our craft and to enable better conversations in our companies at large. Figma disrupted the industry with a browser-based collaboration-focused design tool. They also invested in building community and connecting with a new audience of designers less interested in $2,000 conferences with long lectures than in short talks available for free online. The proposed acquisition of Figma by Adobe validates this approach at an enterprise level. As design tools move upstream to big enterprise companies, new paths open for future design tools. Today's designers are following open source protocols to design more freely, connecting with development workflow to improve handoffs and augmenting design systems powered by AI capabilities. The biggest lesson from the Adobe acquisition is that design tools aren't just drawing tools. The ability to move boxes around and draw lines is a given. Real design happens when the tool gets out of the way enabling people to talk, comment, see each other in real time, co-create, and make space for collaboration. After all, the best design tools are also conversation tools. From going the extra mile to taking an extra minute, pushing ourselves too hard is breaking us as individuals. Designers have always felt the need to go the extra mile. Many of us spend our free time creating side projects, taking on freelance work, Moonlighting at startups, mentoring protégés, sharing content, and even becoming crypto enthusiasts. And from 9 to 5, we push ourselves to break into the industry, to get that promotion, to earn the recognition of our managers, and to have a seat at the table. We have conflated our employer's growth with our own. To solve this mess, we need to decouple ourselves from our work. We need the time, space, and agency to grow at our own pace. We need to untangle the idea of progress from the idea of making new things. And to start seeing maintenance and care of the self as equally important, if not more so. We need to find meaning in our work, but also outside of it. In the long run, we see that consistency is more important than intensity. And we will need to be there for ourselves tomorrow, regardless of how things went today. Drink water, be kind to yourself, and stay true to what you hold dear. Bring your best to your work but give yourself an extra minute. Uncertainty is the only certainty there is. 2022 taught us a humbling lesson on volatility and change. A year that started with the unparalleled promise of Web3 and the acronym party of NFT, DAO, Dex, DeFi ended on a different and less energizing note. Faith in crypto is shrinking. The metaverse has now become an expensive joke and Web3 startups are trying to force unimaginable use cases down everyone's throats. The real lesson of the year is about the fictions we tell ourselves, how we build up and disown idols overnight, and how we can learn from the bitter taste of reality checks. Our hope is that we all enter 2023 prepared to challenge things more, to challenge what we see around us, the hype, the buzzwords, the inflated excitement around us, but also to challenge ourselves, We should question the way we work, what we truly value in our jobs, and what we consider the right way to design. In times of change and turmoil, uncertainty is the only certainty there is. There is a vibe shift coming, and with it, a real opportunity to reshape the reality around us, and more importantly, ourselves. Thanks to our readers and writers at the UX Collective for all the ideas you have shared. The UX Collective is an independent design publication built to elevate unheard design voices from around the world. You can view the full report on trends.uxdesign.cc